Yo, call me back. This is a message that I'm leaving for you. Yeah. Where you been at? Yeah. Are you listening to Drunk Dial? Hi, and welcome to the Drunk Dial Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me, the co-host, uh, the most professional podcaster, the co-host. I was like, oh, well, that's new. Just the, the most just the <laughs> professional podcaster, Bridget Horan. What's up, guys? It's me, the co-host. The producer, <laughs> Zach Roan, sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the 2020 Meat Cake champion. Hey there. Welcome, welcome. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Really good. I wanted to start off I'm by. In a great mood. I wanted to start off by trashing Josh Williams because I found out that he has not been listening. Are you fucking kidding me? He's fallen from the number After one. After what spot. we did for. Hmm. He's fallen from the number one spot of being the number one fan. So we have an opening for a new number one fan of the Drunk Dial. <laughs> if you're listening listen to this, chances are you might be it. Yeah. You might have fulfilled the opening. Well, he told me in the same breath that he hadn't been listening. But then he also gave me some recommendations of some podcasts that I would like to listen to. It's like, so you're literally wow, telling me. cheating on us with other podcasts. You're literally telling me you've been listening to other. What so what slut. made the cut over us? Uh, <laughs> I'll be literally almost everything. <laughs> now, uh, uh, Trent Mabry's uh, podcast. Well, that makes he sense. Said, he did say he enjoyed my appearance on Trent Mabry's podcast. So I felt like that was. Something. Yeah. Splitting the difference a little bit. Doesn't matter. Josh Williams, you're canceled. He is canceled. Hard canceled Josh Williams. So uh, are we able to do that? Yeah, we mm-hmm. have that power. Yeah, we have oh. microphones and the ability to put it out into the world. Therefore, we have that power. Oh, we also have a, the very easy power to get canceled. So mm. the flip side of that. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's a double edged sword. <laughs> I think you just uh, just just use your powers for good. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> um, How are you today? I heard you had a good nice night. Monday. I did. I had a road trip. Uh, I had a road gig in Toledo, Ohio. I'm not sure if you know this, Zach, but Toledo, Ohio is a pubic hair away from Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, an hour away from Canada. <laughs> it is not close to Indianapolis. But it they're is. the kind of people that really like your comedy, though, right? Well, I'll tell you what. What? <laughs> Your kind of comedy. What they really like. Are you talking about black people? He said in a word right. <laughs> they like that jungle music, don't they, up there? <laughs> up there in Toledo. Uh, well, we were having such a good time on the road that we missed our uh, one of our exits and ended up driving about an hour out of our way. Oh, shit. And on a four and a half hour road trip, uh, an extra hour really is just... Uh, I suppose that was probably late at night. No, no, no. This was on the way to the show. Oh, oh, I see. uh, Oh, I see. Pretty much what happened was once we arrived in Toledo, I had just enough time to run in, uh, use the facilities, and grab a Red Bull, and then run on stage uh, for my time. So, you know, it was a great little bar show. Mm -hmm. 
a great time. Uh, full, full crowd, big, big group. Full of eighteen people. Okay. You know, okay. uh, it, I think the venue could hold up way more than eighteen people, mm-hmm. so it seemed not as not full, full as you would think. Yeah, but. Uh, no, it was fun. Uh, I like road gigs. I feel like you always learn something. Mm. Um, I also, my first joke just bombed, which... Good oh, start. Yeah, no, and then I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> I was kind of like, that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, all right. I really got to sing for my supper up here. <laughs> but uh, it was a good time. It was with a, a good group of people, so yep. it was enjoyable. Who else was there? I know Hannah... Hannah and Josh Williams. That's slut. So I found out that he'd been uh, stepping out on us. That's slut. Cancel that slut, Josh Williams. Um, not because he's a slut. But yeah, I thought we could. I, I thought that was a no-go. He's a podcast slut. Mm. Uh, I I see that you got a new job, Bridget. It's on my sheet here. Facts about, <laughs> about you. My fact sheet. Yeah. My fact sheet of is ask Bridget about her new job. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. It's uh, Cunningham Restaurant Group is uh, kind of our, our local local uh, corporate uh, restaurant group here in Indy, and uh, they're opening a kind of new concept in the new Bottle Works Hotel down on Mass Ave. It's kind of a hot, happening new area, and uh, it's going to be kind of an Asian fusion place. It is, so it it is be, happening. It is happening. It's happening. So, yeah, it'll be good to – I miss being – on the line, so it'll be good to get back in the kitchen. Not that I don't love this, I do, <laughs> I really do. But I mean, once you find your calling in podcasting, I mean, how do you go back? It's hard to do. How do you go back to anything else? Yeah, it's hard to do anything else. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be good. Um, I guess I realized. I don't know. The other day, I guess I was thinking about it because you were talking about missing the line, and I guess I kind of forgot that, like. Even only working like reduced hours, mm-hmm. like at a barbecue joint, like we we make so much different kinds of food for Market Wagon yeah. that I'm still cooking every day. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think about it; it's almost kind of like on autopilot. But I was I was cooking something the other day, and I was just like, "Oh, I guess I do cook at yeah. work every day." Yeah, I, I, I don't it. even really think about it. I miss it a lot, <laughs> so it'll be good. <laughs> like yeah, because I do that same thing, and it's never occurred to me that I didn't every day well it, it just here's that's a, that's a weird thing to say uh, well here's like because like well, i worked i worked for you in quarantine for a little bit too and it's just like it eventually just kind of sauce bitch it it, it, it just kind of feels like you're packing food mm-hmm. like i don't know so it's like you are cooking obviously but it's just like you're not handing it to someone you're yeah. not serving well, it to a plate on anything, someone yeah. and like getting feedback it's just like you're cooking mm-hmm. and putting it to a container and it's getting shipped off to parts unknown well yeah but with like with market wagon i feel like i've even been dabbling in truck driving because <laughs> you know i i drive it there and, and drop it off yeah. you can't do a callback oh, to another podcast you can't do a callback <laughs> to tracks, another podcast that tracks about as much as what dyke actually said which was hey at one time i used to drive a church bus so basically i'm a, I'm a trucker i'm a trucker not. I stand by my statement. And uh, <laughs> go check out Harder Brunch, guys. Great podcast. Great podcast. I, you know what? Uh, I understand you guys have never had a CDL, so you don't understand it. <laughs> but having a CDL, the test is almost exactly like a truck driver test, except you don't have the backup hitch. So it's just a slightly different kind of trucker. That's yeah. all. I mean, I think everything else is the same. I think Zach made a good point. Just because they didn't call you on not being a trucker doesn't mean that you like are a trucker or have ever been a trucker. Uh, am I more of a trucker than you? I would say yes. 
It's more the hats and the beard, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. No. Zach's like, actually, I think I can see Bridget. I've driven a decent amount of things that count more as trucks. Uh... Th- even without the CDL. Then a bus? It's almost like I have the CDL, but I don't. No. See, <laughs> that's what it's kind of like. I drove, like, box trucks for the catering company Yeah. when I worked there. That's honestly more of a trucker than what you were doing. I mean, I've, I've driven... I drove you my, were more of an Uber driver than a trucker, I drove I my, my, my food truck. Look, I don't know why you guys are being such haters. I can't believe you didn't even pull out the food truck thing, though, because that would be much more oh, like... Way closer. <laughs> But to me, the food truck is way smaller, and you don't have to have a specialized license to drive it. That's true. So it, even though it's called a truck, it is way easier. You don't think the strip club would have given you the discount for saying that you had drove uh, a That I had truck. a food truck? No, I wish I would, I'd go back in time and try that, though. <laughs> uh, I mean, guys, I do have a food truck. I am technically a trucker. Yeah. It does sound like a stronger argument, but yeah, I it, don't think it is. It does. And so being like, hey, at one point, I put a bunch of kids in the back of this bus, and I drove them around. Mm. Look, air brakes. I had to take an air brake test. Okay, that sounds like some a trucker would do. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure it does. What do you know about glow plugs? Honestly, the the most truckery the most truckery thing you've ever said was that time that you went and got full breakfast at the strip club. So <laughs> actually, in the middle of the day. So yeah, that's why they didn't call you. That's on why it. they didn't call you. They like, <laughs> had nothing to why do with the truck. Why else would he be here right now? So when you when you have a CDL, um, you you could keep it uh, you could keep it for life as long as you don't get a DUI. Um, you can keep it for life. All you have to do is... That's every, why you're more of a trucker than I am. <laughs> every two years, you just have to go back and you just have to have this special physical. Mm-hmm. It's just a physical that they really uh, put a lot of emphasis on the hernia part. <laughs> because I guess if you have a hernia while you're like being a truck driver driving like long loads across the country, um, it can cause a... It must have caused a lot of wrecks or something. I don't know. It must have done something bad because they put a lot of emphasis on this hernia check. So every two years, you have to go get a clean bill of health. And all they're really checking for is that you're alive and you don't have a hernia. Um, so I had to go to this special like doctor. And it's all, he, all this guy does is these physicals for truckers. Um, what a... What a what a gig to have. Yeah, and he he basically just had like a like he has it down like a like a routine where it's just like all right now sit down get up and like there's like jokes laid like in there and like rhymes and then at the very end when you have to like turn your head and cough um, when they check your testicles. Thank uh, you for specifying. Yeah. I, didn't know, I was like, <laughs> I don't know like in prison. What's happening? I don't know if you heard about these testicles, squat, Bridget. Squat and cough. <laughs> squat and cough. Make sure you don't have anything up there. He's like. Yeah, he's like, pull down your pants, bend over. And then he's like, turn to your right and look at Superman. And he has this Superman statue, like, up on top of this thing. So it's like, oh, he does this every day. Like, he does this, like, 25 times a day. Yeah. And then it's just like, you like, for the, the time it takes you to go, like, what? What's there Superman up there? Oh, there you can grab my balls. All right, we're done. <laughs> we're done. And it, I was just like, man, this guy's a genius. I feel like that's, there are jobs like that that, like, I know servers who have, like, the same spiel they'll give to every table. And it's, like, I feel like doctors are the same. Like, if you have, like, one specific kind of job and it's, like, if you know it is, like, a hit, like, just yeah. do it over and over again. They don't know. Uh, my friend Dan Murray uh, worked for Chili Water, but he and I worked at Geraldine's together. And he'd go to his tables every table, exact same. And Geraldine's is owned by uh, Fat Dan's. Fat Dan? Fat Dan's, Yeah. 
And Dan Murray would go up to Dan and be like, uh, hi, I'll be your servant tonight. My name's Dan. I'm a fat Dan. I'm not that fat Dan. And then uh, they'd go, oh, <laughs> and you'd hear it 17,000 times a night. And every time it killed, and he would just, I was like, don't you get tired of doing that? And he's like, I don't get tired of that tip. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I feel like, uh, man, my grandpa. My Is that gran- what comedy's like? Yeah, my grandpa <laughs> used to have like, uh, like three jokes. Mm-hmm. And they were just like old, old man jokes. But yeah, and he would, I don't know, he would, he, yeah. he loved to tell them. I only have one joke. What's your joke? Um, what's the difference between a pickpocket and a peeping Tom? What? <laughs> one snatches watches, one watches snatches. <laughs> That's where we needed a soundboard right there. That was a soundboard <laughs> moment. Yeah, I don't even know which one it is. Studio laughter. <laughs> He said, no, no, I'm not doing that. Um, That's why I don't do comedy, folks. So, Bridget, I did have one uh, news. uh, Something came up in the news that caught my interest that I wanted to share with you and and Zach. Because a little, so up until 2016, I was very concerned, especially like in 2016, 2017, I was very concerned about AI robots Mm -hmm. taking over. I feel like that's going to be a big problem. And then we just had, I feel like we've just had other problems to deal with yeah. to kind of put the robots on the back burner. Mm-hmm. But now we've kind of resolved a lot of things, and I feel like now the <laughs> robots... Do you feel that way? Do you feel like we've resolved a lot? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we got a new person in the White House. We got, you know, mm-hmm. COVID looks like it's... It's over. Getting <laughs> mission accomplished. Yep. You said Texas, back to mass. I know bars, <laughs> as of what, yesterday are back to 2, 2 p.m. closes? Or yeah. 2 a.m. closes? Exactly. So now, so it's over. I guess I feel like it's time to worry about the robots mm-hmm. again. And what happens? But this week on Monday, there's an article. You know what deep fake is? Are you familiar with the deep fake? No. So they are using. I've uh, had some deep fakes. <laughs> <laughs> so a deep fake is. I don't I did know. Did not deserve the last no. you came in, but okay. I was <laughs> laughing and then I was like, wait, what did that mean? <laughs> uh, so deep fakes are basically like uh, CGI of a person, mm-hmm. um, but they use this special artificial intelligence learning software, so it's really good. And they've gotten to the point now, like I know in the last election they did like Obama and Trump, like there's d- different ones. Uh, there's a lot of deep fake porn going on where they like take like a celebrity woman and they basically superimpose her face over mm-hmm. someone else's body is what they do. But then they have a voice synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the technology just keeps getting better and better yeah. every every day. So somebody put this deep fake Tom Hanks on TikTok. And I want oh. you to take a look at this. Tom Hanks? Tom Cruise. National Tom treasure. Cruise. Sorry. Deep fake Tom Cruise uh, Tom on TikTok. Tom Cruise less of a national treasure. <laughs> He's a national treasure of Scientology. Thank you very much. Sure is. What's up, TikTok? You guys cool if I play some sports? This is not Tom Cruise, it says. Uh, it's a deep fake. Yeah. Fake video generated no, using AI. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like this guy's got to look like similar to Tom Cruise, like hey, enough, I, yeah, like, I bet he's probably an impersonator. Yeah, that then like just fix just the last little bit. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but wow, uh, that's really kind of terrifying. Yeah. So 
the question I guess now is like, and you can, I mean, all you have to do, if you haven't heard about this, just Google it. But, um, I don't know. Like they, they have concerns about people doing this for politicians. Yeah, people, stealing people. Identity. It's like, you know, people are terrified. It's like, there's a sex tape leak or if there's, you know, and anything that can be misconstrued. Like if you're running for office and something gets leaked about your, and like, Honestly, nobody cares if it's fake or real at that point. Like, nobody's yeah. going to believe you if you're like, that's not me. That it's didn't happen. Not, it is not I. But it's no, like I, slander. No, I think it's a big problem because it's to the point where it's uh, not really even, like on that, I couldn't detect that. Oh. No. If I, if I was saying it. If I saw that, I would have been like, oh, let's do if, if you give that two more years, that's going to be an app that you yeah. can use to do that. There's already an app for that. There's an app that like, and it's not like stuff like that, but you can put your face on like into movies or like mm-hmm. I'll put it over something and it just looks like your face. And it's kind of like walking around. And it's like pretty convincing. It's like, like, yeah, I know that I wasn't in Casablanca, but like I could put my face over her body. And it's like, it's kind of, it seems really cool, but it's also like, that's well, not I a mean, big jump. I think we, ha- I, I think we did a pretty bad job of dealing with, just reading news articles mm-hmm. that actually had things in it. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. To have video uh, proof um, of being like, and so to, to like have really failed that hurdle and then mm-hmm. just go right into this one. Mm-hmm. I just don't see, I, I have no confidence that that's going to go no. well. Like you could make some really convincing Q and on videos. Well, no, we, like, so, and what they were saying on there was that, uh, it, it, that he was demonstrating by like putting his hands in front of his face mm-hmm. how good the the algorithm that he had made was yeah. mm. uh, like putting a hat on. Yeah, it, so it doesn't. It doesn't look jar it yeah. or anything like that. And so, I mean, it would be super easy to synthesize somebody sitting and doing a press conference, right? And you can make them say whatever you wanted. Well, and you make a good point. It's like people are literally all the time, and it's like I hate the term like fake news, but it's like literally like you have to fact check articles you're reading or like where your sources are coming from yeah. because people don't. They just read something on Facebook scrolling, and then they tell twenty of their friends like, "Oh shit, did you know? You know that this happened?" It's like, and then it gets all mis- mismatched, and it's like nobody knows what the truth is anymore. Whereas like if you and see it's video the, evidence, it's like right, and it's usually the first thing that goes around that gets remembered. Yeah. And so even, you know, if you have redactions Come back or, or like, things oh, no, like that's that. not what happened. Yeah. So what do you, what do you do in this situation? Because uh, there was a thing in the UK where they were already talking about making even in South, I don't understand how you enforce it, but it said something about you sharing a deep fake, making it illegal. I, well, one, how would you know? My personal thought, this is probably my crazy conspiracy thought is that someday eventually we're going to be unable to trust the internet to such a degree where we just can't use it. Yeah. It's just a, 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 you know, black box of artificial intelligence that we can't trust if it's showing us reality or not. It's true though. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't ready to hear that. Yeah. I feel like we're like almost there though. It's like, this is happening. You think we just turn the internet off one day and go like, uh, I don't think we'll be able to turn it off. I think we'll just have to to step away from using it. If you like can't trust any of the information you're getting from it. How do you verify that stuff anymore? I mean, it's obviously warped us yeah. to a certain extent where you've got like flat earth things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got people deeply challenging, you know, yeah. just. You think just in from. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's subtle stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of subtle stuff. It's the subtle, yeah. you know, I mean, but, you, you can make people. But you can like you can test to see like there's ways to test to see if a, like a photograph was mm-hmm. doctored. You don't think there's a way to digitally test to see if just uh, I think a, a right video. now at this point, but I think as the technology gets better and as people get, you know, it's like people are so tech savvy these days. And it's like 
I can barely use my phone. So I'm not going to see something like that and be like, oh, it's not Tom Cruise. It's probably fake. I'm going to think, well, that, oh, look at Tom Cruise thing. being a fool. So, so imagine hold you on, open. Hold on. Can you find, can you find us some Terminator music if we're going to have this conversation? <laughs> I think we're, we're definitely getting well into the territory. And I, yeah, I want to go on record as saying I've been against the machines uh, my entire life. That's why I never got good at using computers. <laughs> never got that's, good at technology. That's what we're blaming it on. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm basically ready to be in the. Uh, were computers re- around when you were young? In the in the resistance. Yeah, there was all these computers. Yeah. They were just like uh like Apple II, like a Oregon Trail. I mean, I played Oregon Trail. That was like when we had computer class when I was like in elementary school. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was like a floppy disk. Of yeah. Oregon Trail. And that's that's, that's, that's all fair. they really had for kids. I think Hangman <laughs> that's all, maybe that's all like it was. a. Like a nice hangman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. But that's also, I think that it's, think about how far we come. Like, I remember my dad, when my dad was in college, he was, like, working on, like, he, like, learned their first computer that they had at the school. Like, he was, like, working on them. Like, it was a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, my dad's 59. Like, my yeah. dad's not old. And so it's, like, in that amount of time, we've jumped to this point where people are so advanced, people are so knowledgeable about it, the technology gets better and better. And it's, like, what do you trust? This is so intense. The machines are going to rise. <laughs> I mean, the thing about it also is like... Can't trust the internet anymore. How many times have you said something out loud, your phone hears it, and then like puts it into your like spiel, and then all of a sudden you're like looking on Instagram or on Pinterest or on Facebook, and it's like it pops up as an ad. It pops up, you know, every, the Alexa, the Echoes. I had a conversation at work, and I mean, some of it has to be coincidence. Like, mm-hmm. right, there is a coincidence factor in there. Because you might be also, like, typing that stuff yeah. into search engines or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I know, like, last week I was at work, and it was a very, like, I, my coworker, I thought, well, you talked maybe about the show Doctor Who before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you, you watch Doctor Who? And she was like, yeah. And it was, because we, well, we were talking about Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode of Doctor Who where the doctor takes uh, one of his companions to the future, mm-hmm. and it's like the last day of Earth, where, like Earth is going to explode or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's where the the big skin person, like yeah, yeah, the last mm-hmm. human, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so like right before the Earth explodes, it's like all the rich people from the universe are there to watch it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We're going to play a song from ancient Earth's past," <laughs> and then they play like "Toxic" by Britney Spears. <laughs> And like we were just like la- like laughing about that, and then that was what Saturday, mm-hmm. and then yesterday she sends me a text, and it's just a meme of that scene. Yeah, and she goes, well, "This was in my timeline." Like yeah. today, she goes, "That's we were just talking about that." It's crazy, but it's right? crazy, like because my thing is at least like there's a new Doctor Who coming out, so like it could be that. But like you guys have seen the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, came well, out a long time ago. Yeah. Meredith Blake is like the blonde, like stepmother person. I'm aware of it. I'm the original uh, yeah. parent trap. Yeah. But no, it's like, but, but you've seen it. You know, Meredith yeah. Blake. Meredith Blake is not someone that I've ever talked about <laughs> recently. I haven't seen those movies recently. Yeah. And I got on Instagram. I talked to some friends about it last night. And then I got on Instagram today and it's like three different like Meredith Blake like scenes and quotes are on like my like Instagram. And it's like, that's creepy. I'm like, that scares me. Yeah. Because I don't know how to turn that off because I don't know technology. They're listening. Yep. And they don't, they, they won't stop until we're all dead. Perhaps. Guys, we have a great show coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and on that happy note. Before the, before the machines rise, they <laughs> kill us all. Go follow on Anchor. Uh, <laughs> get on your, get on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the apps. Uh, 
and yeah if you guys are if you guys are fans of the drunk dial please uh please share like and subscribe um it just helps us out tell your friends tell your enemies tell josh williams fuck himself uh to fuck himself (laughs) and uh we got a great show coming up and we will be right back hi kim han and welcome to the drunk dial podcast well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> That's an- is, is, did that sound sarcastic? <laughs> I, I thought it, you, there was going to be another shoe dropping. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, and I am drunk. <laughs> well, uh, you- this is the right podcast for me. I'm drunk off of dancing. I really am. You've been dancing out in the out in the desert. Are we? Are we redo it? Is that? Did we lose everything we just talked about? I just y- need to. Yeah, we could barely we could barely hear you, guys. I'm going to tear back the fourth wall here. This is the <laughs> this is the second time we've called Kim Han, and I was okay. I was trying to play it real smooth. But well, I, I needed to know else. whether yeah. I should repeat things. Not. Kim's like, is this whole thing a sham? Is that what we're doing now? Are we lying am to I, people? Yeah. Am I am I joining your pyramid scheme? What's happening? <laughs> uh, that I didn't think that you guys did that in Indianapolis. That's more of a Sedona thing. Um, You'd be a fool I'm not to join. Right. <laughs> right. Um, you know, purchase one red rock. And you get two free as long as you have two people join under you. Hell yeah. Um, I think that's how they actually built the yeah. pyramids. I'm sorry. That wasn't a great joke. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. I think it's great. I think it's exactly how they did it. Um, along with alien technology. Um, so, so yeah, I'm in Sedona right now. And I just came back from Ecstatic Dance. Is sta- are you saying is ecstatic? Is static. Ec- ec- static dance, that's that's da- that's dancing that- inside your body without movement. <laughs> I was like, that's that's when I go to sleep at night. That's, that's static what- dance. Yeah, that's that's what we do at night time. Um yeah, ecstatic dance. So so uh I've been going on Tuesdays and um Let's see. How does it go? Well, we go to Cathedral Rock here in Sedona, halfway up, and um, pop, halfway up the trail. And there's a guy that runs it. He's really great, and uh, has speakers in this circle. Um, we just dance our asses off for two or three hours. No, is there any sexual component to this dancing? Um, if, if you consider like I do dancing as making love to yourself, (laughs) then yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, that absolutely. No, it actually, actually the point of it is to have a really, really safe space. And, um, if someone comes up to you and wants to try to dance with you, if you don't want to, you just are supposed to bow to them and they're supposed to respect your boundaries. So it's a safe space for you to be able to dance as free as you want. No judgment. Um, it's a drug free zone. Um, I mean, I'm sure people are on that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking about Um, dancing for two hours. Like I'm going to need to be on something. (laughs) I'm tired just hearing about it. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're going to have to have some electrolytes or something in your system. Um, but most people, we have our shoes off because we're dancing on this red rock and it's just giving you, you know, your grounding. It's just giving you a lot of energy. Uh, so probably a lot of negative ions. Uh, if you're standing barefoot on the ground, it's supposed to be good for you. But uh, That's what's yeah, up, beads. It's just been my favorite. <laughs> you need to get rid of those negative ions. Negative ions. Yeah. Um, they say that's that's what killed Kennedy. Um, <laughs> it was it was the the second ions that came from the grassy knoll, I believe. It was the positive ions that killed him, because the negative <laughs> ones, as we know from from the Earthy documentary on YouTube, that those are actually good for you. So, um, oh. and they rejuvenate your life. Do you? Uh, I try to say the word rejuvenate every single day. So you do. I just now got it in. Do <laughs> mm-hmm. do you do you believe in the power of crystals? Do you get to charge the crystals up while you're out there? Seems like a good place to know. charge I, them up. I yeah, I think it probably is a good place to charge them up. I don't know if I believe. Uh, I'm not really sure what the science is behind crystals. I think they're beautiful, and I have heard that. You, that humans, when you wear a crystal, you start to um, start to become the same frequency as the crystal. I don't, I don't know exactly what that means. That that sounds a little, you know, cuckoo. But I, there probably is science behind it. I just don't. I can't explain it to you right now. So now is I don't this, know. I think they're pretty. Is this a paid thing? Do you have to, do you have to pay to be part of this, or is this just free for everyone? free it's um yeah it's a free event that this guy runs twice a week um yeah he's not trying to recruit so, anybody up uh i don't know no he um some culty vibes no you're so no you're it's, so um, pessimistic it his his instagram is dancing beyond cancer and um i don't know if it Someone has, it was either him or someone in his family had cancer, and that's why he started um, dancing. Well, we have a cancer survivor, survivor on our show, too. Okay. <laughs> his name is Zach, and he doesn't brag about it. Dyke makes me brag about it <laughs> for people. Was it, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know. No, we're, we're, we're looking it up right now, Dancing Beyond. Oh, he wrote a book. Yeah, dancing cancer. And there's a picture of you on the cover with Angel Wink. No, that's not you. Someone else. <laughs> but it is apparently out in the mountains. She's barefoot, charging herself up on some red rocks. Oh, and there's yeah. lo- lots of pictures of crystals. I knew it. <laughs> I knew the crystals were gonna come in at some point. That's when you know. That's why you're. That's why you're suspicious. You're like, there's a pair. Of, there's there's a cult somewhere in here. <laughs> Um, no, but it's awesome. There's a lot of this small white dog, too. Does he have a small Pomeranian? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Are there dogs allowed? Yeah, people do bring their dogs. It looks beautiful, though. These pictures that are kind of, it looks like it's a beautiful area. I think just being outside makes you feel so much better, and especially, like, being able to move a little bit and being somewhere that you feel a lot of positive energy. I'm sure that's definitely, like, rejuvenating. It is, and we don't just move a little bit. We move a lot. <laughs> For a three, lot of it. three hours. Three right? hours. 
Well, yeah, the first time I went was maybe three or four weeks ago, and I had heard about it. Uh, I came up to Sedona, and I heard about it. Someone that I met when I was up here for a couple of days, and, and I I thought, I think i got to go to that ecstatic dance. It's like Cathedral Rock, and it's one of the most beautiful places on earth, and you're dancing outside with all these other people, and uh, it's just a dream come true. You know, we're just living a little fantasy out here. For a little bit, anyway. That sounds awesome. Have you done any comedy since you've been out there? Or are you just dancing? <laughs> just dancing. Um, the last show, let's see. I was doing comedy when I was in Phoenix. And um, I <laughs> I went to the Kill Tony show. Dyke, you recommended I yeah. go to the Kill Tony show. Even though I didn't know anything, I had never listened to the podcast to know anything about it. And will you will you just give a quick explanation of what Kill Tony is for people that don't know? Kill Tony um, is a live podcast, live taping of a podcast. Um, Tony Hinchcliffe is a comedian, and so it's him and Brian Redband, and then they usually have a guest comedian. They sit on a panel and then they have people in the audience come up and do their best one minute or not necessarily. I mean, let's face it. It's never the best one minute, but um, <laughs> one minute of comedy, <laughs> one minute of their comedy. Yeah. Whether they've done stand up or not. And so um, you go up there, you do one minute and then they roast you and they interview you. That's like my nightmare. And it wasn't, it was rough, man. And, and I kind of want, because I got called, of course, you know, they, they pull your name out of a hat. So it's just a crapshoot whether you're going to go up or not. Yeah. And I just happened to, my name was called and I was like, oh, I didn't even prepare for this. And other people, other comics that I was hanging out with that night, they were like, we've been thinking about this for days. I've been preparing, <laughs> you know, all day long. I have all this. And I was just like, oh, I guess I'll put together, like, figure out, like, what do I think my best three jokes are, you know? And, um... I went up there and my set went really well with the audience. But then he went to interview me and he said that I looked like, um, he said I looked like a young Howard Stern. <laughs> That's not very nice. That was very mean. <laughs> and I just, uh, I, you know, I just looked at the audience and, uh, you know, <laughs> And they they were often, you know, they yeah. were enjoying it. I, and inside of my heart, you know, I was uh, heartbroken and like, oh God, do I look like a man? But uh, you know, we do a little bit. I mean, I, we both have the curly hair, you know, and uh, I think it's actually com. I think I think maybe Howard Stern looks like a woman. Yeah, you know, so maybe it's like, yeah. he does have a beautiful, beautiful aura. <laughs> Um, so anyway, then he tried to interview me and honestly, I was so nervous because they were taping it mm -hmm. and, and me thinking the possibility that like some of their YouTube videos get like 80,000 hits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just the thought of that. I was so nervous during the interview that I was not funny. I, I wasn't playing along with him. Like I wasn't yes, Andy. And I was just like uh, a little bit frozen. One word but answers. Here's the yeah. He was like, you look like you've, uh, you look like the kind of person that you've maybe 
won some awards, like maybe maybe a science fair. I'm, uh, so I look like a, he, you know, a nerd. You know, they'll pick the things, the most basic things that you, you know, stereotypes that you mm-hmm. look like to try to. I think he was know. trying to get something out of you, though, so you go like, "Oh, I did actually win an." I mean, because that's. Have you ever won an award? Basically, yeah. <laughs> like most people sure. have something to well, talk sure. about. Oh, for sure, he was. He was trying. Yeah, he was trying to get stuff out of me. He, uh, which, yeah, I said, um, well, yeah, I've won. Uh, you know, four H. I've won some ribbons, some grand championships with four H. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "With what?" And actually, I don't know that he said "With what?" I said, uh, <laughs> I, "This would have been better if I said that I was." Because I have won a, like a, a championship with a seasonal decoration. Oh, what? Okay. How do I not know this? Seasonal decoration. Um, <laughs> Why do you say it like <laughs> twice? <laughs> Why do I say it is that it, way? Is this thing on? It's more fun. Seasonal decoration. So what, what season? Seasonal decoration. I feel like this. So, it's Christmas. Well, you, no? This is a Christmas thing? Well, well yeah, kind of. It's... um. Because, as you know, 4-H is arts and crafts component, but also, you know, raising livestock and showing the livestock. Yeah, it's, it's making a well-rounded woman. <laughs> Got to be able to decorate and raise the so livestock. So that I can get my MRF degree. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. So, um, seasonal decoration is you just make some sort of a decoration for any kind of a holiday. And so my mom had this business for 10 years called So Special, S-E-W, and she would make, um, she never liked to call them crafts, but um, they were uh, decorative objects. Like she'd make like raggedy hands and bunnies and really beautiful Santas, like plush type um, <laughs> things that you would put in your house to look at but not necessarily they were, they were really toys but they, were <laughs> they weren't really for having fun yeah. <laughs> no just for looking they, at it, i guess they were like toys for adult we, adult um women in their whoa. 40s whoa. In, whoa. Like, miami county it's not the kind of toy i look for oh. but it's <laughs> fine yeah and so it's like if you go to like uh an art fair or a craft fair and you see you know decoration raggedy ends or bunnies and things to decorate your house with to put on the couch or on a table mm-hmm. you know so what how does this tie so into anyway, you winning this award <laughs> that's where okay, she got so her my skills. mom had that so that's where i got my skills so like basically i don't i know that other people are this way <laughs> like some people their parents don't help with them with any of their projects yeah my mom was very hands-on and she she She'd over, we 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 made a scarecrow together to to decorate um, to put on a front door. Yeah, so, uh, which is a weird a thing to do for Christmas scarecrow. time. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that's what I told her. I was like, I don't know, Ma. Are we doing um, Nightmare Before Christmas? Or, what's the deal let's, here? Let's um, commit to one or the other. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a fall. It was a, cause it's seasonal. You do any season you want. And so we did a uh, scarecrow, which was one of her really cute designs. So basically she just walked me through what to do. 
the other thing about it is we, I think we made it 24 hours before it was due. Oh, wow. Like we, we always did things last minute. Mm-hmm. We were up until probably 2 a.m. And the, the judge um, asked, there, I guess there was a bit of glue gun that was kind of showing in one spot. And oh, shit. Asked, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I hate it when you hate it when that happens, don't you, Dyke? A glue dollop? Does that points off? Well, yeah, I think so. And so the judge asked about it, and then my mom. The judge was like, get this piece of shit out of my sight. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking leaky ass scarecrow. Yeah, it would have worked if it was like drool coming out of their mouth. Like a drunk scarecrow, a drunk dial scarecrow. Yeah. So, so anyway, the, um, the judge is furious. My mom, <laughs> my mom was within, yeah, the judge pointed it out and my mom was in air time. My mom said, oh, well, we, we were doing that this morning when we were bleary eyed at like 1 a.m. So that's why it's like that. <laughs> oh, she just like owned it. Was like, yeah. And then you won? My mom owned it. <laughs> And then I won. (laughs) Now, did you tell um, Tony Hinchcliffe this entire story? (laughs) No. Okay. No, I didn't think about it. No. (laughs) Because that would have been a a riveting episode of (laughs) Kill Tony. (laughs) Would that that have riveted him? (laughs) Now, you see, Tony, there was some additional glue on the scarecrow. The glue, the, the scarecrow soiled itself, or, the, or got too excited, maybe, you know? Oh, like, damn. It was an X-rated scarecrow. Did, um, you, did you ever do any male. animal stuff in, in, in 4-H? Um, I think I might have. I We had rabbits one time, but I think when we came home, I think I only went to vacation, and when we came back, I think... One of the rabbits died. The good rabbit died that was my brother's, and then the white rabbit was living. And so my brother showed the white rabbit, and I didn't get to. But I wasn't upset about it because I was probably like eight years old. Oh. But my, my brother did show cattle two years in a row, and he had the cattle. This is the only thing I remember from it is that the cattle, twice, like he, the cow stepped on my brother's foot. Ouch. Yeah, I'd remember that too. Yeah, that's traumatic. I yeah, I don't think it broke it, but then he, and then after you show the cow, you know, it gets judged, and then you can sell it and make quite a bit of money selling it. And all I know is my brother, you know, because we grew up on a farm. My brother instead of like sold the cows and used that money to buy a computer instead of selling the cow and investing it in like a combine or something. Wow. What year was this? What I'm saying is he did not take up the family business. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying was he's still a disappointment to this day. I I guess it was better than getting magic beans. Um, Um, Yeah, I don't know. This was maybe not... When was my brother? I don't know. This was maybe like around 1992 or Have we ever talked about, Kim, on this show... Have we ever talked about your alma mater, your uh, your high school? We talked about it on uh, brunch on uh, Carter. 
Sugar Brunch. Kim Han went to a high school that was named after a Native American woman, Zach. I kind of remember Maconaqua. that. Maconaqua. Maconaqua. Oh, yeah, that's yeah right. Maconaqua. But she was. But it was actually she was actually a white woman. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, you go ahead. I love it every time. Oh. She was a white woman that had been abducted as a child. Oh, that's no, right. She had the tattoos totally on her face. Had, right. <laughs> she had tattoos on her face, and there was a you know she already seemed tribal, so I guess. <laughs> Oh no! Is that offensive? <laughs> Am I gonna get canceled for saying that? We got our clip. We got our. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Oh. Um. No, she didn't have any tattoos. Obviously, she was a. Uh, that, that was my bad. Know, <laughs> French frontier citizen. But she got kidnapped. She got kidnapped again and became part of the tribe, right? She got kidnapped, and then she be, and then she married the chief. So, and her name was Maconaqua. And so, be, instead of honoring some fun Stockholm you know, syndrome there, from, kidnapped well, and marry the guy who kidnapped you. Yeah, seems good. I don't know if that was the guy that kidnapped her, but that's possible. But she loved the life, the the, the native lifestyle, and uh, you know, when her family finally found her later in life. She didn't want to go live with them. She was like, "No, I'm, you know, I'm with these people." I'm I'm sorry, Kim. Uh, while you were just telling us that Zach was showing his picture of, he just uh, typed in all, white, white woman kidnapped face tattoo. <laughs> a woman named Olive Oatman who was apparently kidnapped by Native Americans and came back with uh, some pretty substantial face tattoos yeah, under her chin. I was just making sure I wasn't crazy because yeah. I thought I. I, I feel like your search history has got to be just be out of control. White woman it's kidnapped face tattoo. by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this was such a thing that happened of these white women getting kidnapped. And, it's constantly. It's a constant fear. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Constant fear. <laughs> I wonder if she got a school named after you, her. Well, hang on a second. Would you guys? Well, what the what the, the weird thing? The thing that guys loves about this is it's like we're actually we're. We're pretending to culturally appropriate mm-hmm. by taking this native woman's name as our high school, but actually, the only way we'll do it is that she was a white woman. Yes. Right? That's the thing you love about it, babe. That's his favorite part. Yeah, it's a fake, it's a fake Native American. <laughs> I feel like, fake. is it appropriating if they kind of, you know, force the culture <laughs> on you? <laughs> I feel like you have to choose to steal the culture for it to be appropriate. No, it wasn't. I think something terrible happened to that woman. What I'm saying is when the school had the chance. <laughs> he says through laughter. When the school had the chance to like name itself, it was like, let's take a prominent Native American. They chose a white woman who had been kidnapped instead of literally anyone else. <laughs> it is the best well, story. yeah. <laughs> it's it's true. I mean, she was a champion, though, for the Native people in Miami County, and she worked really hard to keep um, their enchantment going. And she was the original Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> is, that the, is that the woman from Seattle? That's the woman that pretended to be black. Look, I'm telling you, I yes, think I think I in so. I think in 20 years or less, we are going to have transraciality. I think it'll be a thing that's mocked right now, but I think it's You told me that I wasn't woke because you're like, if somebody is 
a furry and says that they identify as a fox, would you call them a fox? And I said, no. And you were like, you're not woke. Fuck yourself, Bridget. And I was like, shit, okay. That is true. I, yeah. gotta, I guess I got to work on myself. If you say you're a fox, you're a fox. I mean, that's science. If somebody... Hang I, on a second. I hope oh. you're not about to go against science. Go ahead. <laughs> I just want to know, would you guys get considered getting a face, any kind of face, facial cut to do? Oh. I, I say to do. I don't know. I feel like Bridget's like a week away from it at any time. My first tattoo is behind my ear. And when my parents found it, my mom sobbed for like days and was like, it's on your face. And I was like, it's not on my face. Like, I'll show you a face tattoo if you want to see a fucking face tattoo, Patty. Oh, what is it? What is the tattoo? Um, Well, I was 17 and I loved music. So it's a treble and a bass clef in the shape of a heart. So unfortunately, she hates music now. I actually so. <laughs> hate it now. So now I'm gonna have to get that covered oh, up. But, grew out of it. Yeah, I was like, oh, dumb, seventeen-year-old Bridget. But this ATAT on my hip's probably gonna stand the test of time. That's a Star Wars. That's a Star Wars doodad, Kim. Oh, it is. Yeah, a doodad from Star Wars. Oh, I thought you were saying that she had she had the A team symbol. On her <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's gonna be my face tattoo. I didn't know you were that old. I, I, I pity the fool that don't like this tattoo. It's <laughs> gonna be my face tattoo. It's gonna be good. Uh, I have a line cook who got uh, no regrets tattooed above her eyebrow, and then the other side above her eyebrow it says savage. Oh. So. I feel like so I. She's going places. Just doing popular it. phrases. I feel. Yeah. I don't. I don't have any like uh, notion that I need to do it, but I feel like I have a very racially ambiguous face. I've been called uh, Samoan and Polynesian before. I was like, where are you going with this? Really? So I feel like I could. <laughs> she said, "Really." <laughs> I feel like, like I, I could, don't get that at all from you. I feel like I could get away with a face tattoo. I, it would be weird at first, but then it'd be like, yeah, he's, he's got a face tattoo, and I would, I would, you yeah, mm-hmm. I would just be leaning into my fake, uh, you know, Islander um, background, and then when people would be like, yeah. "Are you, are you Samoan?" I'd be like, "No, yeah, I just have a tattoo." How dare you? I'm How a, dare you, sir? I'm a you fox, say, you asshole. <laughs> have you been trying to tell us that you're you transracial? I'm, I'm Polly. <laughs> I'm, I'm polyracial. I'm poly, and they're. Well, hang on a second. Can I just get this joke out? Real yeah. Quick? Uh, <laughs> can I just get this really dumb joke out just real quick? Yes, please. Uh, you can say I'm poly, and they're like, really? And then you say Nizian. <laughs> That's good. That was worth it. Thank that you for it. interrupting him. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Just feel free to jump in whenever, Kayla. I'm, I'm really just rambling at this point. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Jesus, like, shut the fuck up. Let me tell my joke. So this is, but real quick, you guys, this is the Drunk Dial podcast that you're sober right now, currently? Uh, well, Bridget's I'm drinking. I'm one for the team. Brid- Actually, Bridget A&L okay. Zach, I'm the only one that is not drinking, and that's just until April. And then I will be drinking again. You know, Kim, we were brainstorming we what we should do to celebrate when he comes back, the first drunk dial back. Do you have any suggestions mm-hmm. about a good celebratory drink? Um, can you make a cake out of champagne and then, like, put, bake him, bake Dyke inside of the champagne cake? <laughs> mm. Yes, I think that's exactly what we'll do. Okay. She's, at least a miniature, a miniature one. Make a miniature dike put on top of it. Oh, like the like the, the the like the baby and the king cake. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just be like Jesus, the little so put, put put baby Jesus dike 
Baby mo- into the cake. <laughs> Mulatto baby in the cake. <laughs> and put a face tattoo on him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It'll be Polly Dyke. Polly uh, Dyke museum. Hey, real quick, Kim. At the beginning of the show, we were yeah. talking about deep fakes. Are you familiar with deep fakes? Oh, yeah. When Yes, it's a video that has been altered. Mm-hmm. So, so they, it looks like Obama is doing, saying something, but it's actually not him. No, that was Obama eating that baby, actually. That one, that part was true. It was not <laughs> oh, okay. 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 But there was, uh, no, there's a new one with Tom Cruise. It's not Tom Cruise, but it's of Tom Cruise. Oh. And the guy is yeah. doing stuff like he's dancing, he's putting his hand in front of his face, he's putting a hat on and sunglasses, stuff that would like normally mess up like a fake something vi- on couches. No, and he beating up Oprah. <laughs> yeah, he he's, he's punting Oprah. Uh, but it's it was on TikTok, <laughs> and a lot of people were asking if it was real really? or not. Yeah, and it like if you you should watch uh-huh. it, Google it after the show. I want to watch it really soon. He looks. It looks it looks real. And it looks exactly like him. It's kind of scary that they could make uh make one so good now and the technology's getting better and better. They're gonna be doing one of, of you next, Dave. Well, I would like a hologram of me to shame all my people uh, the, the all my people that I know at my funeral. I just want a giant hologram to come up and I'll just unleash everyone's secrets. I'm not sure if you're gonna survive this being baked inside this cake, so <laughs> you might want to get on that. Can we just get an impersonator? Because that would be just as good. Somebody. That- Can we get Jordan Peele? Yeah, is Jordan Peele just reads a list of everyone's <laughs> secrets. Uh, can you drop a beat for I, me, Zach? I think you do. I do feel like you have a lot of people's secrets like, that you've got. Sometimes I'll text with you and you'll kind of, I feel like you're baiting me. And then you're like secretly saving the text. Like, yeah. I also feel like you never know if he's just going to talk about it on air. And then you'll just be like listening to a podcast one day and be like, that, oh shit, that was told in confidence. But I guess now it's out there. Yeah, right. You never realize how often you don't specifically say, is this in confidence? Because <laughs> it's never. It's, it's never. never. It turns out it's never. If we don't, if we don't sign something on it's paper. Worse. Kim Han. It's worse if you tell him it's a secret first. Don't ever tell Dyke it's a secret because then he's like, well. Yeah, he'll build a whole bit around it. Look, I don't tell other people. I tell my, I tell it myself all the time. I don't tell other people's secrets. But I, I will blab all of my secrets out. Kim Han, where can people find you and follow you on social media? Oh, um, just I keep changing my username on Instagram. It's Kim Han, K-I-M-H-A-H-N-S-Y. It was supposed to sound like Kim Hansy, but, uh, you know, Is you... K-I-M-H-A-H-N-S-S-Y. Okay. Kim nice. Han- Kim Hansy. Right. Awesome. Well, keep dancing, Kim. Dance for all of us. Ex- ecstatic dance for all of us. I, I would. I want you guys to dance every day too. Uh, I think Don't I could get. I could shower. give you about. Well, you did a little My dancing call. earlier today. I when did. You heard and the... you know what? I'm still exhausted. It was about three minutes of yeah. casual dancing, and yeah. I'm exhausted. So you, you start with three minutes, and then you work yourself up to three hours. I'll, it's I'll, really not that hard. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll, I'll get up to it by the next time we talk. I'll be, I'll be dancing for longer than three minutes. Yeah. Thank you Just so take much. Some coconut oil that's supposed to give you energy. Oh, okay. She's selling. Thank you for she's, having me. She's selling the essential oils now. We're the essential <laughs> oil pitch part of the podcast. <laughs> trying to sell you something. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kim Han. Thank Always you, Kim. a pleasure. Thank you. 
Bye. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye.